welcome back to some of my jokes don't land this is ayan still your host still your friend still your buddy big shout out to everybody listening i am very happy that you are tuning in and listening to me ramble about random shit and i'm extremely delighted to say that i have been getting a very fairly good amount of response and i'm really blessed thanks to everybody listening that one guy in china that two guys from sri lanka who are apparently listening shout out to them i hope the chinese guy is okay i hope everybody is okay actually because we are in a very tough situation right now everybody is suffering some way or the other and it's really difficult to exist but uh, let's all exist together so that we can enjoy and come out of it so a very exciting episode lined up for you today today's episode is going to be all about fashion fashion designers clothing sneakers sneaker accessories fast fashion hype culture everything all the designers that are out there that i like i'll be telling you some funny stories about fashion that i have learned and also i'll be telling you about few of the cool things that exist out there so this is the episode you're still listening to some of my jokes don't land this is ayan so keep listening guys welcome back to some of my jokes on land as you know today's episode is going to be about fashion fashion sneakers hype culture fast fashion everything that you want to know about today's episode is going to capture all of it and uh, stay tuned for the entire episode because there are some exciting things that you're going to talk about uh, towards the end i'll obviously giving out some recommendation of films and uh, music that i give uh, every week for this episode it's really special because uh, it includes a very special movie that i am going to talk about so stay tuned for that before getting into everything let's talk about what i feel about fashion so basically if you consider me i am not into fashion at all like uh, i'm aware of everything that's going around but i don't put any efforts like i dress according to what my laundry is and uh, what i'm feeling that day if i feel good i will probably put a bit extra effort if i am not i'll just come out wearing what i'm wearing so i basically have no sympathy for fashion in that sense but i'm always curious to know what other people are doing and why fashion is such a big thing like why does it exist and why is it a, such a big industry so i always wanted to know about it and so i basically did my research and i studied about it and that's why i found it really interesting i found out about brands about artists about designers who do thousands of thousands of work every day to make fashion come to us i was really interested because fashion is a very interesting concept to everybody and i also got into it but growing up i was not into it at all uh, i remember that for me fashion was always about uh, everything you wear everything on your hair on your hands your shoe is your probably biggest part of fashion according to me and that's what that's what i can talk about like i was always into sneaker culture and i was always into shoes Uh, even though i wear one shoe for the entire year uh, but that's because i don't have much money to buy all the shoes i love and if i don't love any shoe i'll not wear it so i just find a pair and i wear it for a year comfort is most important for me but i also go for specific styles anyway so that's why i got into it uh, because i love wearing 
different sneakers and I was deeply into the sneaker culture. I remember uh, when I was in the sixth grade, I got my first pair of Converse and that was probably the happiest day of my life back then because I remember uh, watching Converse shoes everywhere like in movies all the cool boys wore Converse and I was very very jealous of everybody I was watching so finally when I got my Converse I think in the 6th grade was the best thing that I had back then and uh, it was a Chuck and Taylor black and yellow uh, all star I think Chuck Taylor all, all stars yeah Probably and uh, those were the days, those were the days when that shoe meant a lot. Like I'll still wear it today because Converse is always great. Another shoe that I loved owning back then, I got it a few days after actually, not few days, few months after. It was uh, Adidas All-Stars and uh, tragically uh, my father threw them because he had no idea what those were and they were a little worn out because I was wearing them a lot so he threw them away but uh, that was a sad day for me guys that day okay so I know that uh, this is an audio medium and if I speak about lots of brands and lots of shoes it's quite impossible for you guys to get a visual reference and it's not going to be appeasing so I'll be mostly telling you stories about all the stuff and what I have learned I would be recommending much particular stuff in detail but I'll be talking about stuff that you can watch that might interest you in uh, getting into all those things. Okay, so let's start with uh, fast fashion guys. So before I start, I would like to say I got to know about fast fashion after watching an episode of Patriot Act where they explained fast fashion and that's how I got to know about it and then I obviously read about it a a lot more and then I'm talking to you guys so fast fashion for anyone out there who has no idea what it is it is basically a concept or a trend in the market where companies like H&M and Zara and Fashion Nova look at the runways look at the market look at new trends and they create similar type of products in mass quantity and they sell it to every one of us so basically if a designer or if uh, a new brand comes up with a design and that becomes really trendy. So what they do is that they try to uh, replicate the design somehow so that they can come close to the original design and they make their own products based on that and then they sell it. So if you watch someone with a particular design, if you watch a particular celebrity or a particular sportsman with a kind of a designer cloth, and if you can find something that looks somewhat similar to it, people have this tendency to buy it and that's what they capitalize on they don't actually counterfeit products because counterfeiting is illegal they make knockoffs which are somewhat similar but they're not replicating exactly and then they sell all those stuff at stores like H&M and Zara and that's how the market is progressing like in today's day and age traditional stores like Levi's and stuff are going on a decline where this fast fashion stores like H&M, Zara, Fashion Nova and so much more are actually on the upward scale of the graph because of the booming industry of fast fashion and its demand. Like for example, this example is also from Patriot Act where he talks about how Balenciaga has this shoe that looks like a sock and uh, it is for around I think 800 bucks. And uh, Zara actually came out with this very similar looking shoe and then they started selling it for 50 bucks and that's how they capitalize on it. They will make something that looks very similar to what the original product is and they will sell it for 50 bucks so that anybody, any general public can buy it. 
and that's how they capitalize on it they find the trends that are going around so this is another example about how there's this dress that Kim Kardashian wore it for an event and it was obviously expensive because it was designer and probably only one in the whole world and uh, the very next day Fashion Nova started selling a very similar looking dress for $50 and that is like very sh- very uh, fast for any market to catch up like I remember when I saw something in the films or I saw something in the movies while I was growing up it would take at least six to seven months to come to the market like if somebody is wearing a particular kind of jacket that kind of jacket or when it came to our level like for us to buy it was really like uh, after a period of six to seven months that it was available in the Indian market at least but now that gap has decreased to an extent where uh, it can come out the very next day like nobody knows and so that was basically what fast fashion is all about stores like uh, Zara and H&M are quite popular they actually have this saying in them like i am pretty sure everybody has heard about how people come out with collections like the fall collections or the winter collection or the summer collections uh, what snm tries to do is that they want to have a collection at the end of every week so they say that they work on a 52 season cycle every year where they come out with new and exciting products every monday so if anybody wants to go for new designs or new stuff if you visit a H&M store on a Monday you are likely to find something new that was not the last week so that's how fast fashion works and I don't have any problem with fast fashion to be really honest because I have shopped at all those places that I just mentioned and they're really cool like some of the product is really cool obviously in the long run it might be hampering uh, the selling of the original product but i feel most designer stuff is not meant to be sold to the general public and if somebody is creating something at this cost i think it's okay because that was never your uh, target audience if some if if somebody's competing with you it it either means that uh, they are competing with your target audience as well but designer stuff i don't feel that the general public is their target audience so i feel that it's okay but it's not fair that they're blatantly like knocking things off some of them look exactly like the product and they have nothing to do because it's not a counterfeit like counterfeits are actually suppose if we if you have a dior bag and if you make a bag that also says dior it becomes a counterfeit and it becomes illegal but in place of dior if you write dr it becomes a knockoff it is legal then even though it might look exactly the same it now becomes a knockoff and not a counterfeit because it clearly states another brand name on it and uh, obviously nobody promotes these things and they are obviously sold in like streets or every anywhere where uh, like nobody has any jurisdiction and hence these things work but what snm and stuff what they do is that they don't like copy name or they don't uh, come up with similar names they take a inspiration of the design that originally exists and then they just uh, try to create something out of it but most of the time it ends up looking exactly the same because it has to attract the eyes of the customer so if you're wearing something that looks kind of similar to what your favorite uh, musician or favorite actor is wearing you feel good right so that's it that's how fast fashion work okay uh moving on the next topic that i would like to talk about is hype 
Now, what the fuck is hype? We all know what hype is. Hype is what everybody of us does every day. Hyping is building uh, enough attraction on anything so that it becomes a point of discussion. Basically, that's hype. But the hype culture is very strange. So the pioneer of hype culture all around the world, I feel, is Supreme. Supreme as a brand is based around hype culture. Now, Patriot Act also has a episode on hype and I think you guys should check it out. But I'd be talking about other stuff as well. So if you just take it for an example, let's consider uh, Supreme. Supreme actually has only 13 stores all around the world, but it is a billion dollar company. And the only reason why it is, it is because uh, they work on hype celebrities and everybody wear their clothes and it's really limited edition. So what people do is they amp out around stores. They sit for hours and days. They stand for hours outside the stores before they can uh, like buy the material, buy the product that uh, Supreme is selling. And uh, hence uh, what happens is that it gets over pretty quick like if it is an online sale it goes in seconds and in physical stores also like everybody spends hours and hours standing in line so that they can buy the product so it finishes really quick now supreme is built on hype because uh, they have very uh, high and potent secondary resale market so for anybody who is not well versed with this concept let me just explain briefly so let's for for example, if you're buying a shoe that is for hundred and fifty dollars, uh, it's quite possible that when it gets over from the original market, like because they make it in limited edition, somebody would want to buy it, and they are willing to pay like let's say three hundred dollars for the one fifty dollar shoe. Suddenly, in the secondary resale market, the value increases. Now, this is just an example. It happens at a quite higher rate for other companies as well. So. There are multiple jobs in that market as well. Like there are official product resellers that are working out of uh, every country. And their main work is to buy stuff when they're in hype and then stock it. They call it dead stock, when, which means that it is not opened. And what they do is that they end up selling it for three times or four times the price. Uh, obviously, Supreme also sells lots of bullshit as high products like they sell crowbars they sell uh, i think plier cutters and the most insane thing that they sell is bricks they sell uh, supreme labeled bricks and i'll just give you the uh, example of what a supreme brick costs a supreme brick actually costs 30 dollars in the original market and in the resale market it goes up to as much as 150 dollars people are paying 150 dollars for a brick that says supreme on it and this is entirely because of the hype culture. Now, if you are in India just like me, hype culture has not entered India as much as it has already taken over the entirety of West. Uh, but if you are in India and if you want to be part of the hype culture or hype movement, there are a few things that you can do. Obviously, the first thing, if you are into sneakers... And if you are a hype beast, then you should obviously follow Harshvardhan Kapoor. Harshvardhan Kapoor, prob I think, has India's biggest sneaker collection. Probably, I'm not sure about it, but I think he's he has the um, biggest open collection. Like uh, he has allowed people to see it, and uh, he has some really good collection of shoes. And also, he 
is a reseller as well like he goes around find shoes obviously keeps some of them but he understands the entire concept of reselling shoes like uh, nowadays i think uh, it's basically like stock market like you buy some and then you wait for them to go the shoes to become extinct or the shoes to come back in hype and you resell them at a much higher price that's how the uh, hype market works so like i said you should follow harshvardhan kapoor he posts lots of stuff all over the internet about uh, where to buy sneakers from what sneakers are in hype how to sell them or what things to do if you are living in india another brand that or a company that you should follow is known as main street Uh, main street is a uh, basically a online marketplace that majorly uh, works with hype sneakers accessories t-shirts and everything else uh, and uh, they also have a youtube channel where they go around uh, reading people's closets and finding what shoes they like they have a really good interview session with uh, Harshvardhan Kapoor as well so i think you guys should check that out uh, and uh, main at main street marketplace they have an app and you can buy some legit good looking shoes that are not available in india or uh, like they are not available in the general market as of now uh, so for all the things that i'm saying all the hype shoes and stuff all the hype sneakers everything uh, they are not available readily uh, you will have to go around and search for them and it's basically it's like collecting antiques uh, it's of similar importance and it's of similar work that you need to put to make it happen because it's quite possible that that shoe doesn't exist in india you'll have to go to another country and get it and then get your money or uh, then try to sell it to somebody or like own it for yourself that's how it works uh now i got into the hype culture like i obviously don't have that much money to buy it but i came to know of it because i was wondering whether i should buy some jordan ones jordan ones are probably the most looked after shoe in the entire universe of sneaker collectors and uh, they actually come up with jordan ones every year or probably every two years and some of them are readily available on the nike website and some of them are not available at all like you will have to go into the depths of the earth to find one and uh, a average jordan starts at around uh, let's say hundred dollars and go and on the nike website like it starts from hundred dollars to 150 dollars but the moment it becomes uh not available it goes into the resale market it can range from like 300 to 400 dollars like i will give you an example kanye west had a deal with nike for his easy collections like uh, easies are now under adidas but it usually used to be with nike uh his last shoe the nike red octobers i think when they came out they sold for like around 300 or 400 dollars but today those shoes are worth over 7000 dollars and it's really crazy how the hype market works so it's really great that uh, this culture exists to be honest because uh, sneakers are cool man for me it is always going to be cool so i understand the concept of hype eventually i thought what the fuck is this why are people paying so much for shoes but now actually my mindset has changed because uh, i have found quite interesting stuff in it and everybody likes shoes and if you can resell them i think it's okay for paying good price because then you can sell it for a better price uh, obviously uh, not many people might be interested in it but if you are looking to buy good shoes i think you should dive into the hype 
culture and into the sneaker market and into reselling shoes obviously now uh, in the reselling what happens is people are often scared that they won't won't uh, wear shoes that are already worn like second hand shoes but uh, when somebody is reselling them they undergo grading and they're obviously cleaned and looked for and based upon the grading the shoes are basically priced so if you are getting a good grading for a shoe uh, i suggest that you go for it also if you want to learn more about the entire sneaker community or the entire hype market i feel you should go and follow mainstream tv's youtube channel they are basically like the complex for india and uh, that's a really good thing also like if anybody wants to watch people buy sh- cool shoes follow the complex youtube channel they have celebrities come and buy shoes and talk about the favorite sneakers and stuff it's a really cool concept and i think everybody will like it so that was basically the entirety of hype culture that i could explain to you guys like i said i won't be giving you specific shoes and stuff because it's not a visual medium you would just listen to it i would be recommending a few stuff at the end but that's all for the hype culture so moving on uh i think you everybody knows uh, brands like versace or gucci who sell very expensive clothes and very expensive stuff like 400 dollar t-shirts 600 dollar hoodies and stuff but the guy who actually made this concept of wearing expensive clothes as a part of streetwear and it's a designer who i actually like and i look after because i like things that he does his name is virgil ablo and virgil ablo is currently the creative director for louis vuitton men so basically virgil ablo is the reason why wearing a 300 dollar t-shirt and a 600 dollar hoodie became really cool and part of the streetwear culture because streetwear was all about being cheap and being funk and being cool but uh, his brands introduced the concept of uh, wearing like it basically introduced the hype culture into streetwear and that's how it all began and he started from a really humble place like he went to college for engineering and architecture but he always wanted to become a designer and stuff he actually uh, was a huge part of the entire yeezy lineup now yeezys are basically the kanye west brand that everybody knows about and everybody has seen a yeezy somewhere or the other but uh, virgil abloh was basically man behind all of its designing in its initial stages he actually started with his own brand known as pyrex in 2012 it was known as pyrex vision and what he used to do was that he used to buy champion shirts from the brand champion and he used to print pyrex vision 23 on it and just sell it that's how he came to be known he started with this brand that was uh, very much about the hype culture and very much authentic back then and then he started his another brand known as off white which gradually went on to become a very big giant currently if anybody wants to know virgil abloh and off white did a collaboration with nike for the 10 which is a collection of nike shoes and it has basically eight shoes and they are extremely limited edition you like i think each shoe is around 2000 dollars but the collection has eight shoes six of them are nike or is nike's one is a jordan and one is a converse all come under the nike bubble because nike owns all of them and it's probably one of the most hyped sneaker collections in the world and only a very few people have them because of its partnership 
uh, and it's not available for anybody at all but they're a really cool looking deconstructed version and reconstruction version of old shoes that you can look uh, so basically Virgil Abloh started working for Kanye after both of them interned at Fendi in 2009. Kanye West is obviously a very big music icon but he always wanted to make an impact on the fashion world as well so he went and interned at Fendi and then he started his own brand and everybody knows about it and uh, actually Virgil Abloh was his right hand man who shaped all of it like he started by making art and making designs for uh, DJs and their albums he also helped Kanye to design some of his album art and stuff but he later uh, went and also became an influential part of the entire easy family where he designed clothes he was basically the go-to guy for the brand Uh, but eventually like what happened is that he got more popular with his brand off-white and basically he started getting offers and stuff like there's this one point where uh, Kanye West wanted to become the creative director of Armes and uh, he was also looking for a job at uh, Louis Vuitton but uh, obviously that was given to Virgil Abloh. People believe that he was more from the culture and understood more. Also because Kanye can be quite eccentric at times so it was probably a smart decision from them to give the job to Virgil. Because he's well more versed, he's more well more into the entire culture of uh, streetwear than Kanye was at that point. And I think that also caused a very big rift between them. Because Kanye obviously being at his position wanted to be part of a much bigger game. He obviously had a collaboration with his brand and Louis Vuitton. But uh, he still didn't manage to get the job. And currently like I said Virgil is the creative director for Louis Vuitton Men. So that was Virgil Abloh. I recommend everybody to know about him, to know about his design, to know about his brand Pyrex and Off-White. They're really cool. I really love everything Off-White makes. They're extremely costly so I can't buy them but they look really cool. I would also suggest another brand that I am really into currently and it's known as uh, Drew House. Now Drew House is a brand that is owned by a very famous person it's uh, Justin Bieber Justin Bieber owns uh, Drew House and they actually make really cool hoodies I really like their hoodies and they are not very costly to be honest like their product I think starts from $60 and stuff which is okay for any brand that is not from India I get it uh, so I think uh, Drew House is another brand that I really like uh, the stuff looks really cool and I feel everybody should look for it because they're cool and it goes with my choice of fashion hoodies are my choice of fashion okay so that was all about Virgil Abloh I will also recommend like I said to check out the brand Drew House okay so moving on now I'll be speaking about three shoes that I really want to buy and whenever I have the money I will probably buy them so at number three it has to be uh, the self-lacing Nike mags from Back to the Future they are really cool I'm a very big movie geek and those are probably the only shoes I will ever want. They look really cool straight from the future. And whenever I find the money that is needed to purchase them, I'll probably get them someday. So for my second choice, I would pick uh, the Nike's collaboration with uh, Fear of God. Fear of God is basically a brand owned by Jerry Lorenzo, who is an American designer. And he partnered with Nike to come up with this shoe. Uh, 
uh, which is obviously fear of god and i think you should check it out i really like those shoes and i would love to own the white color version of those shoes obviously you guys can't understand so please google it if it looks beautiful and obviously my all time favorite shoe to buy is jordan 1 chicago's like they come out once in a while and then they go away there are probably the top most demanding shoes among hype beasts and uh, it's part of the hype culture so it's very difficult to get and whenever it comes out it's extremely costly uh, so actually i have an experience with it i want i went to buy those shoes once and i found out that they were counterfeits and they are not original so you need to find good people and trust the right people to get all of these shoes if anybody wants to spend money on shoes make sure it comes from a good location and not from anywhere so those were my recommendations not recommendation those were my wish list those come under my wish lists of shoes that i want to buy and i hope i get to buy them someday so that was all from the world of fashion and sneakers that i wanted to talk about i spoke about everything in a very brief way we don't have enough time to talk about it so basically that was it okay guys it's time for movie recommendation of the week and for this week i've chosen a very good film that's very close to my heart and it's known as memories of murder by boon jung ho now everybody has heard of boon jung ho as of now because of his oscar winning film parasite but trust me memories of murder is probably a thousand times better than parasite according to me it has to be the best film that i have ever seen in the genre of thriller and crime Uh, so i'll just give you a brief of what the movie is about the movie is basically a crime thriller or a crime drama as you can say based in south korea during the 1986 and 91 serial killings that took place uh, during that span of time there were multiple serial killings in uh, south korea and there was a very social unrest amongst the people about their faith in the justice department because uh, these murders kept on happening and nobody could find out what's the reason uh, now i'd not say what happened in the end because it will give out the ending and what happened but i will recommend everybody to watch it right now because it will change how you look at films so what happens is that uh, as somebody who has learned films and who goes to college to learn about films and who has enough experience as of now to understand how films are made and what is the language that they're trying to speak it's very difficult to watch a film without being very critical like uh, when you're watching a film most people watch it just for the fun of it but when i look at it i look at it in a very critical way and these things usually happen when there's a breathing space given to the audience like obviously there comes a scene in the movie when uh, you know that this is not going to do much to the plot and it's just there and that's where you go out of the movie but uh, to be very honest this film had no breathing space and yet everything felt so flawless like how to say when there is no breathing space also it feels like everything is rushing but in this film there's there's no breathing space given like everything just happens one after one but it's also interesting and it's all so well linked up and lined up that it will keep you on the edge of your seats for anybody who's watching it i don't think you will lose attention for even one second but because everything that happens is very interesting and uh, i think everybody will love it i will not hype it up more i will not become a hype 
बीस्ट नो बडी इज गोइंग टू लिसन टू दिस एपिसोड एनी वे सो प्लीज प्लीज गाइज वॉच दिस फिल्म इफ यू लव सिनेमा वॉच दिस फिल्म रेस्पेक्ट सब टाइटल्स एंड वॉच इट डाउनलोड इट इलीगली दैट्स ओके बिकॉज फिल्म शुड एग्जिस्ट टू बी वॉचड एंड इफ यू कैन नॉट वॉच प्लीज वॉच इट एनी वे पॉसिबल इट्स अवेलेबल ऑन टॉरेंट इट्स नॉट अवेलेबल एनी वेयर पुट सम एफर्ट डाउनलोड दिस मूवी एंड वॉच इट इट्स प्रॉबली वन ऑफ द बेस्ट फिल्म यू विल एवर सीन योर होल लाइफ सो एज आई कैन सी दैट टाइम इज रनिंग आउट सो आई क्विकली ऑल्सो रिकमेंड this week's music recommendation now i have not chosen any specific artist or specific band for this week's recommendation i have actually chosen a youtube channel known as chill cow now chill cow is a lofi radio that is a 24 hour that has a 24 hour broadcast it's also available on spotify and other platforms and what they do is that uh, they run loops of uh, lofi beats that helps you to study or to focus and it really helped me this week because i had so many assignments to do so i'll recommend everybody to try it once it's known as chill cow you'll find it on youtube and on spotify and it's a really good uh, set of beats and uh, there are some really good tracks on it that uh, will keep you engaged like it will not make you lose focus so that's it that was this week's episode we talked about fashion we talked about music we talked about movies and most importantly some of us had fun doing it so you are listening to some of my jokes don't land this is still ayan i'm still going to be there next week hope you guys enjoyed it keep listening mm-hmm.